RadioInfluence.com. The future is now. This is the Cannabis Podcast, powered by TrueLeave on Radio Influence. It's an inside look and the scientific facts in and around the world of medical cannabis. Now, here is your host, Ian Beckles. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to the Cannabis Podcast. And if you've not listened to this podcast before, um, what we do on this podcast is enlighten you on what's going on in our world, in our state, in our country, as far as cannabis goes. And um, I don't know if anything is evolving more than cannabis in our country. Um, Prices of cannabis have been going up lately uh, on the streets and in dispensaries, and uh, justifiably so. You're, you're hearing more people um, you know, being curious about cannabis, people that have maybe never in their world or in their lifetime thought they would be have anything to do with cannabis. Now, cannabis has become a big part of their world. And, you know, cannabis and marijuana has gone from, you know, people smoking in their basements, listening to, you know, old school hair bands and uh, hanging out with the fellas to, you know, being almost scientific and, you know, using cannabis and, and marijuana for specific uses. And there's people still sitting in their basement getting high. That's never going to stop. But um, it's just evolved a lot further than that. Uh, the prices are going up and uh, you just got to watch out, you know, because uh, there's not much you can do to complain, especially on the streets. OK, if you're getting cannabis on the streets, it's kind of hard to complain to your guy that is too high because he has to pay a certain amount to wherever he's getting it from. So, uh, you know, it's going up in the dispensaries as well. And, um, you know, that's just the way of the world. It's kind of a supply and demand type thing. And uh, there's a huge demand for it. Uh, speaking of pricing and marijuana, you know, I, I did not get a chance to listen to this podcast, although I probably am going to do it. Uh, Mike Tyson, who has his name involved in marijuana and dispensaries, uh, he was on a podcast that he has, and it's his own, I believe. And he talked about he smoked $40,000 of marijuana a month at his ranch. Now, I don't know. I, I, I'm pretty good at numbers, and I can do the math in my head. But, you know, let's say, for instance, you pay $400 an ounce. That would make it impossible. That would make it literally impossible. He would have to smoke Five ounces a day, and I dare Mike Tyson to try to smoke five ounces a day. Then again, if you own a dispensary and it's your product, um, you're going to be smoking the best shit and the most expensive shit. So, I mean, whatever. Just like Will Chamberlain. How many people did he say he slept with? 50,000 or something? Eh. He still smokes a lot. We'll bang a lot of girls and Mike smokes a lot of weed. We'll put it that way. But $40,000 a month, I think that's maybe stretching it a, a little bit. Um, so I, we don't have, we don't get Mike Tyson's strain here. I've not seen it. Uh, but I'll talk to True Leave and see if they'll get that pretty soon. Um, now we also want to let you guys know, uh, some things to help you out as well. Uh, there are studies out there that suggest, and this is important. It suggests that patients who use cannabis respond to anesthesia, uh, anesthesia differently. You know, as somebody who's had many surgeries myself, quite a few, um, 
they say a, there was a small sales scale study that they did and they conducted it in Colorado, which is the best place to do it. And it showed a regular cannabis user may need up to twice the level of sedation, which, which makes sense. For myself, who I'm, I'm a regular cannabis user, um, had many surgeries. I usually walk into the surgery and they say, start counting backwards from 100. And I usually get to 100. And I'm usually asleep. I don't remember any of it. So, you know, everybody's body, you know, is different. Like I, I could smoke a lot of marijuana, but I, if I take a pill, I'm, t- I'm tore up. So everybody's different. Everybody's body is different. Now, speaking of pills and, and pills are the devil. We all know that. Um, there's a study out there that finds that, uh, cannabis dispensaries have reduced opioid deaths by 21%. Now, that's what it's about, people. It's not about whether you are for cannabis or against it, because nobody gives a shit. It's about, you know, saving lives and getting people in a better situation in their life. But a handful of pills every day ain't the way, okay? It's just not. And you can be for, once again, for cannabis, against it. I don't give a crap. But you have to understand, and it's not a debate whether cannabis is better than opioids. That's not a debate. Let's not debate that. So, you know, it's reducing opioid deaths by 21%. So I think that should be a reason alone for them to legalize it just about everywhere. Now, there's obviously the evolution of cannabis and where it's going. In Toronto, they have an 8,000-square-foot cannabis lounge that's going to be coming, um, and which sounds very interesting. And uh, the way they described it was, is Community Hub combines high culture with elevated experiences in food, drink, design, health, wellness, art, innovation, and more. I mean, I'm, I'm going. Somehow I'm making a field trip over to Toronto and seeing all the things that they have going there. I know I'm Canadian-born. I have some friends that have been to Toronto and back, some other places in Canada, and they said that this Canada's booming, man. And as far as the cannabis world goes, um, it's, you know, it's flourishing. And our, our country needs to take heed of a country that legalized it, period. That should be our next step. Our government can't do it. I, I mean, Canada can do it because uh, I think there's some civil people over there. Our, our government cannot get together and make something happen state, I mean, uh, countrywide. It's never going to happen. No way. There's too many barriers, unfortunately, and um, too many buffoons. That, that's for sure. Now, you know, talking about legislation and how things change, um, I was talking about this last episode, I believe. Florida lawmakers filed a bill to decriminalize marijuana. Um, you know, under the measure of the House Bill 25, possession of less than 20 grams of marijuana or cannabis products containing up to 600 milligrams of THC would no longer be a criminal offense. And it really shouldn't be. Currently, possession of less than 20 grams of cannabis is considered a first-degree misdemeanor and subject up to one year in jail or uh, one year of probation and a $1,000 fine. Okay, let's take the jail part out, please, okay? Our jails are full of people that have a joint in their, you know, you know, in, in the car. Let's stop that. It's also not a good and easy reason for you know, uh, racial profiling. I pulled an a- I pulled an athlete over uh, with a beautiful car, and he had a joint in his ashtray. All right, send him to jail. He's a criminal. It's it's too easy. 
And I've always said I've never heard a story of a lawyer or a judge or, you know, very many other people, even actors. You don't hear actors getting pulled over with a joint, but you always hear an athlete. Oh, he was he had a light out and I pulled him over and it smelled like marijuana. Yeah. Yeah. Because the rich brother in the car, that's what they do. All right. So is it racial, racial profiling? Yeah, sure. Sure it is. Is it going to change? Probably not. And, you know, as much as our world changes, uh, and the more it stays the same. But we're to a point now where, you know, the, the discussion and the argument against marijuana is becoming um, senseless and uh, uneducational, okay? Or just downright dumb. Just read up on it a little bit. And there's still people that fight it. There's still people that are fighting Marijuana and legalization all over the country. And I, I, just, I, I don't know them. I'd love to sit down in front of them and talk to them. But they don't have reason. They just don't like it. They don't want having any part of it. That's it. So those people you can't change. You know, the, the more I watch television, I realize we don't change too much. But, I mean, I, there's people that sway a little bit. There's some swayers. But most of our country's locked in. They're locked into what they believe, and they really don't want to change. And I think that's the problem. And if you would just sit down and listen and, and read and, you know, educate yourself on cannabis, um, you would stop making that stank face. And there's still people making that stank face, and it's unfortunate. It really is. If anybody ever wants to get in contact with me and uh, talk about cannabis or ask me any questions, uh, it's Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. I got a bunch of other podcasts as well. Uh, this one's probably the most fun I have because I actually have to dig up some things and learn a little bit about cannabis. And, uh, and I'm, trying, I'm smoking stuff, too, to make sure that I'm on top of the game because you got to make sure you're top of the game. And I take some edibles at night to make sure I sleep like a baby. Because that's what life's all about. Anyways, I appreciate you guys listening in. I appreciate your curiosity uh, about cannabis. Because I have the same curiosity. Have a wonderful week. And head out there and smoke or eat something delicious. I know I will. Peace out. For more information on medical cannabis, make sure to visit TrueLeave on Twitter. At TrueLeave or TrueLeave.com. That's T R U L. I-E-V-E dot com. Also, make sure to follow Ian Beckles on Twitter at Ian Beckles. This has been the Cannabis Podcast powered by TrueLeave on Radio Influence. This is a dark to light with Frank and Beans Quick Fix on Radio Influence. The thing everybody should really just concentrate on to make their their weeks, because this is going to be a big week for news again, um, to make their weeks a little bit more simplified is just remember he's gone. Yeah. The, the, the character of, of Jeffrey, the Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein character in this storyline is gone now. So the only thing left is how does his absence affect the disclosures, the global disclosures that we were hoping were coming down the pike? Is it, is it going to be affected at all? Is it going to be delayed? Is it going to be shut down? Is it going to quicken the process? That is the only thing that we need to know here because uh, he's gone. This is not like we're going to be able to call an instant replay review on whether or not he's really dead yeah. and somebody's going to come out and reverse the call. It's, it's, it's done. You have to let go of it. 
I mean, the, the theories are always interesting, and I'm never going to ignore them. I love listening to theories, and I love seeing what people find, and I think it's all very interesting. But for for sake of time and for sake of what comes next, gotta gotta move on to how how the disclosures continue to come. Dark to Light with Frank and Beans can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.